I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes or any place you get podcasts. You can also listen to my live radio show weekday morning, 6 to 9 on 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you forget all that, you can go to HeidiHarris.com where the podcasts are archived and I put blog posts and information about my books and all that stuff. It's up there at HeidiHarris.com. Also a connection to my Facebook and Twitter and all that, HeidiHarris.com. So uh, as you know, if you listen to my podcast, and if you have for any length of time, and a lot of people have, and I thank you for that, a lot of my podcasts focus on social issues because truly my heart is in the social issues, not in the political issues, primarily because politicians come and go and they are changed out every two, four, six years, depending on who they are, sometimes eight years. And the social issues are more important to me because I'm watching society disintegrate by the day. So that's really where my heart is. But I will be talking more about political issues in the coming months just because it's political season. A week or two ago, I posted on my Facebook page that I believe Bloomberg may be the guy who ultimately gets the nomination. Not because I can stand this guy. Who can stand Mike Bloomberg? Nobody. The guy's a dictator. He's a monster. Who likes him? Nobody. But Biden's imploded. We know that. Pete Buttigieg has no shot once he gets down to the South. The black pastors are not on board with his lifestyle. They are absolutely not going to be telling their congregations to vote for this guy. He is going to hit a wall that he can't get over. And there are a whole lot of people who will not admit they won't vote for a gay guy, but once they get into the voting booth, they will absolutely not vote for a gay guy. They don't want a first man. I don't think America's ready for that. But beyond all that, Pete Buttigieg has no qualifications whatsoever and would never have gotten this far if it weren't for the fact that he's a gay guy. Everybody knows that. Even people who don't want to be honest about it know that is the absolute truth. So when you lose Biden, who's gone, when Bernie Sanders somehow gets drummed out of the party because the Democrat establishment understands Bernie is not going to beat Donald Trump. I mean, he's not going to beat Donald Trump. Even the unions don't like Bernie. We've got a culinary union here in Nevada, 60,000 members, and they're sending out flyers now denouncing Medicare for all. What's that going to do for Bernie? (laughs) I don't care how many people the culinary union ships into the voting booth. They're not going to vote for a guy who's going to take away the health care they have fought for decades to get. So that's out the window. So who are you left with? You're left with Bloomberg. He's going to be the only guy in March who has any money to put toward Trump. And he hates Trump. And it'll be fun to watch. Because remember, Michael Bloomberg has every bad quality that the left constantly accuses Donald Trump of. He's a bully. He doesn't care what he says. He's this, he's that, right? Rich guy, da 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 Michael Bloomberg's already taken shots at Donald Trump in a lot of ways, including recently he was asked about what it's like to have, or will be like to have two billionaires going at it. And he said, who's the other one? <laughs> See, Michael Bloomberg and Donald Trump know each other a long time and they know how to get at each other. And the Democrats may say, hey, listen, We may not like Mike Bloomberg, who does? Is there anyone who likes him? But he might have a better shot of beating Trump. In 2016, Mike Bloomberg said uh, the following at an event at Oxford University. You need to hear some of the things he said. It's hilarious. If you think about it, we, the intelligentsia, people who could make it into this room. Oh, I get it. The really smart people. uh, The rest of us really couldn't make it into that room. Is that what you're saying, Mayor Bloomberg? I think he is. Um, we believe in a lot of things in terms of equality and protecting individual rights that make no sense to the vast bulk of people. 
Yep, that's what he said. Most of us absolutely don't believe in individual rights or equality. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe in equality. I don't believe in superiority. And of course, he defines it differently than I do. And the right, most of us do, right? Mm -hmm. Here's more of what he had to say. They're not opposed to you having some rights, but there's a fundamental disconnect between us believing the rights of the individual come first and the general belief around the world, I think it's fair to say, that the rights of society comes first. And so um, I don't know how many are familiar with the, uh, the bathroom issue in, in, in the United States. Anybody know what I'm talking about? What a dumb thing to say. The bathroom issue is something that's happening in England, too. Or did you not know that, Mr. Mayor? Wow, how condescending can you be? If you want to know, is somebody a good salesman? Give them the job of going to the Midwest and picking a town and selling to that town the concept that some man wearing a dress should be in the locker room with their daughter. If you can sell that, you can sell anything. So there you have it, folks. He obviously thinks that people in the Midwest are morons and they just don't understand it. And we could go on and on about what an unlikable person Bloomberg is, how he tried to control the size of the soda you drink, how he wants to limit everybody's gun rights. We could go on and on. But I'm telling you, this guy is just an example of how a lot of people feel. They think they know best how to run our lives, what our rights should be, what someone else's rights should be. And we who don't agree with them are stupid. And this kind of attitude is going to clearly, hopefully, be shown when he gets on the debate stage. Now, as of now, uh, the 19th of February, there's going to be a debate in Nevada, the Democrats, and apparently they're going to allow Bloomberg on the stage. I think they should. Listen, if the guy's polling at all, spending a lot of money, let him on the stage. Should be fascinating to watch. But these other people are going to run out of money. Biden's going to run out of money. Klobuchar is going to run out of money. Sooner or later, people who have money start to look at who could actually win. They might give their money to somebody they like best in the beginning. But when it gets toward the end, why do people give politicians money? They want influence. They want access to that politician. So they're going to quit wasting their money on people who have no shot. Like, obviously, even Elizabeth Warren. She's dropping like a rock. And I said for a long time, keep your eye on Elizabeth Warren. And I meant it because she did much better than anybody anticipated. I told everybody she's going to come back and be a formidable candidate. And she has been, except now she's kind of dropped off and she didn't do well in the last debate. Andrew Yang wants to give everybody $1,000, which is ridiculous, $1,000 a month. I mean, Andrew Yang is a smart guy. He must understand that if you gave everybody in America an extra $1,000 in income, they would just go out and spend it. Most people would spend it. They'd buy a nicer car. They'd buy a more expensive house, right? Everybody knows that. And prices would go up accordingly. Everyone knows that. And everyone with any, even, I don't even, Economics 101 understands that principle. So when you look at this crop of people, none of them have what it takes to be Donald Trump at this point. But Mike Bloomberg may be the guy they put up against him, and it'll be a heck of a slugfest. I'm telling you right now, it should be. Because there are people who love, love, love Bernie, love, love, love him, but the establishment doesn't. Now, on the other hand, the establishment folks hated Trump, and Trump won anyway. But the difference between Trump and Bernie is Trump was already popular with people. Bernie is not speaking what most people want to hear from the standpoint of socialism. Anybody over the age of 50 understands that socialism doesn't work. Maybe even over the age of 40, hopefully 30, understands that socialism and free stuff, giving everybody Medicare for all and that, everybody understands that or certainly should understand it. So I cannot imagine, and I know there's a contingent of people who want what Bernie's selling, I get that, but I cannot imagine that enough people in America are there where they want enough free stuff to vote for him. 
especially when so many people have jobs. And I think some people would rather work. Some people would rather be bums. I understand that. But I just can't imagine that in, there are enough people still left in this country. Maybe in 20 years, you'll have more and more people who think free stuff is good, but you still have too many folks who realize that somebody has to pay for everything. Now, a lot of the people who are supporting Bernie are younger. A lot of them live at home, probably never paid rent, probably never paid a power bill, never paid taxes. And I don't mean that of everybody, but certainly a lot of people. It's interesting too that Bernie's gaining so much traction when we have more and more people well into their 20s still living home with mom and dad. I mean, that's ridiculous. I couldn't wait to move out of the house when I was old enough. I don't even understand that. And so, so they can't afford a three-bedroom, two-bath in Summerlin. So what? You move out. I lived in a studio apartment. That was the first place I lived, but it was my own place. I couldn't wait to move out and buy my own dishes, buy my own bathroom towels, all the things that you want to start a home. I couldn't wait to do that. And I didn't have a miserable life at home, but you're supposed to give your parents back their house when you get to be 18, for heaven's sake. Get out. Start your life. But nowadays, people aren't doing it just because they expect to have the same kind of comfort in their life that they're, they have at home, and they don't want to have to live out and rough it. Oh, well. well. These are the Bernie supporters. These are the people who don't understand that free is never free. So I'm telling you, keep your eye on Bloomberg, because he may very well be the nominee. Yes, he's unlikable. Yes, he's a jerk. I can't even imagine a Bloomberg presidency. It's horrifying to me. But remember, the Democrats have to decide whether or not they want to beat Trump. Biden can't do it. Biden can't even figure out what day of the week it is. He is looking worse every single day. And he looked bad at this debate last week. There's another one he's going to look worse at it. And in fairness to Biden, the man is nearly 80 years old. And it's tough being on the campaign trail. I wouldn't want to do it. And I'm a whole lot younger than Joe Biden. Decades younger than Joe Biden. I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and talking to people, and saying the same speech basically over and over again, and listening to people argue with you about things. No wonder he's getting testy. I would never want to run for office. I just can't be that charming that much of the day. Uh, so, I, you know, in fairness to him, his time has come and gone. Elizabeth Warren, eh, nobody's getting excited. Amy Klobuchar looked good in the last debate. Who knows if she'll get some traction, but maybe after South Carolina, when Pete Ju Buttigieg hits a wall, and he's going to hit a complete wall. And the libs can try to push him all they want to. And, and by the way, also, there was a whole story in the Wall Street Journal the other day about Pete Buttigieg and his so-called military service. The only combat he ever saw was driving people around your combat zones. Oh, please. And I'm not talking about it a Humvee either. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg was, was commissioned as an officer without having to do anything other people have to do. The whole thing is a joke. And clearly, he just did that so he could check that box. I'm a veteran. Nobody can pick on me on the stage. And then, of course, he wrote about it in his book and talked about how he would smoke cigars up on the roof and get up there at night to participate in meetings back in uh, his uh, town that he was a mayor of. What? In South Bend. Really? Ooh, that didn't help much. So he's a joke and he's an imposter. So who are we going to be stuck with? Possibly Bloomberg. Should be interesting. Don't forget to join me weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And you can subscribe to these podcasts at HeidiHarris.com uh, or Heidi Harris Show on anywhere that you happen to listen to podcasts. I also post them all up at HeidiHarris.com. And uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. Also, I have a little YouTube channel. You can check that out too. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Thank you.